Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, October 24th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead. The Latin dance scene in St. Louis has grown over the past two decades, and this weekend, those dancers will welcome people from throughout the country for a salsa dance conference. I was in my mid-20s at that time, and I'm like, I want to do something like this in St. Louis, and I think it's needed, and I didn't do it till almost like 10 years later. Some cool stuff coming up from St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis as he reports on the growth of Latin dancing in St. Louis. First, the news. The bid to potentially reorganize St. Louis and St. Louis County is entering uncharted territory after city aldermen did not approve nominees to the Board of Freeholders by yesterday's deadline. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more on the deadlock. Members of the Board of Aldermen and St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen have been at odds over the Board of Freeholders. One big conflict is that African-American aldermen want more of Krusen's nominees to be from North St. Louis. Board President Lewis Reed says it's important to have the right people on a board that could present a city-county merger plan to voters. I think it's more than reasonable for people who, who have felt certainly marginalized for years to have some pause and say, okay, you know what, let's go through the process, but let's make sure we have a voice at the table. By not acting Wednesday, aldermen will miss a deadline to have nominees seated. But Reed and others point to case law stating that late appointees do not invalidate the freeholders process. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Planned Parenthood's new clinic in the Metro East is now accepting patients. The Fairview Heights facility is providing medication and surgical abortions along with other sexual and reproductive health care for the region. Clinic president and CEO Yamelzi Rodriguez addressed supporters ahead of the opening. Today, tomorrow, and every day after that, we will be here standing up, fighting back, and continuing to provide the high-quality health care to everyone that needs it, no matter what. She says the facility will help Planned Parenthood more than double the number of people it can serve in Fairview Heights every year. Planned Parenthood officials expect patients will come from the St. Louis region, southwest Missouri, even as far as Louisiana. The Buzz Westfall Justice Center in Clayton is sending twice as many inmates to the hospital for emergencies as it did in previous years. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, it's likely because inmates are suffering from drug withdrawal. An emergency transfer is when the county jail sends inmates to the hospital because of an acute medical problem. Dr. Emily Desette is acting director of the St. Louis County Department of Public Health, which provides the health care at the jail. She projects by the end of this year, there will be 340 inmate transfers to nearby hospitals. That's twice as many as the average during the past three years. Doucette says unlike in the past, more jail inmates are arriving after having used multiple substances, including alcohol, opioids, and tranquilizers. Many times the hospitalizations occur within weeks of arrival. And so those become very medically complex situations with withdrawals from lots of different substances. Doucette says close to 40 percent of inmates come to the jail with withdrawal symptoms. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. We pump out the gateway every weekday morning. And those of us who work in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, welcome your thoughts. Email us, feedback at stlpublicradio.org. 
Also, remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get podcasts. Many people in St. Louis are dancing to the beat of Latin music. This weekend, they will welcome visitors from throughout the country for the 10th St. Louis International Salsa Congress. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, the city has a vibrant and growing Latin dance scene. It's a Saturday night, and the Convergence Dance and Body Center on Manchester Road is bumping to the sounds of the Spanish-speaking Caribbean. More than 100 people are on the dance floor showing off their best salsa moves. Then, the crowd falls silent. Dancers move to the sides of the room to make way for Juliana Paiva and Hugo Trejo. They take to the floor to the sensual and rhythmic sounds of bachata, a dance from the Dominican Republic that's a big part of the Latin dance repertoire. Paiva says the fluid dance requires partners to flow with the beat. It's one of my happiest moments, honestly. It just, it kind of feels like my emotions can just flow with the song. Paiva and Trejo are from Kansas City. They're in St. Louis to perform for dancers at the Salsa and Bachata Congress, where dancers from across the nation are in town to attend workshops and refine their steps. The very first one that I attended was in Chicago. That's Carmen Gwynn, the founder of the St. Louis Congress. I was in my mid-20s at that time, and I'm like, I want to do something like this in St. Louis, and I think it's needed. And I didn't do it till almost like 10 years later. Since then, she's seen dancers from Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and even Italy at the Congress. This year, she expects about 300 people. Her love for salsa and bachata led her to form her own dance company and to teach. She tells beginners to count the steps and focus on the timing. Justin Kiromaz and Bailey Walker are two of Gwen's students. Walker says she enjoys how social salsa and bachata are. I started with swing. Um, and then really loved Latin music, so I got into it first. And then he and I have been taking lessons for two, three months. Gwen seen Latin dance in St. Louis come a long way since the 1990s. Back then, hardly anyone was dancing salsa. But she says key players in the city's Latin music scene started to come together. One of them was Cesar Cardona, Gwen's longtime and occasional dance partner, and the current owner of Club Viva, a dance club in the Central West End which focuses on international music. Cardona says building a salsa movement came with some growing pains. So I had an idea, I said, listen, maybe I know people in LA, maybe we're gonna start bringing some people in Los Angeles to, to teach us, yeah? I know this guy, we can call him, maybe he can bring him for a weekend, do some workshops, because I, I know how to dance, but I, I cannot teach. Cardona is from Colombia, and he wants the dancers who come to his club to leave with an appreciation for where the music came from. The term salsa is used to describe a variety of Latin rhythms that emerge from Afro-Cuban music. In the U.S., dancers have been moving to the beat since the 1940s and 50s, when Cuban and Puerto Rican musicians helped fuel the mambo craze in New York. In the 1970s, the famed Fania music label remade the music with its fusion of Latin American rhythms and the urban vibe of New York City streets. Musicians from other countries, including Colombia, Panama, and the Dominican Republic, also helped keep the music alive and fresh. Cardona says salsa music is everywhere in Latin America. Many countries trying to claim salsa came from here, from there, but uh, salsa is a mix of many rhythms. 
and the original salsa comes from when they brought the slaves from Africa, they brought their percussion, all the Caribbean and it. But the Spaniard bring, brought all the chord music, the guitar, all the instruments, violin, piano. Gwen talks a lot about that history. But this weekend, she hopes people at the Congress also get a sense of how the city has embraced the music and those who grew up listening to it. The Latin culture is live and well in St. Louis, not only through dance, but through um, food, through art. Uh, it's it's here and, and alive and well. Gwen wants people who attend the Congress to keep growing as dancers and try new dances they've never done before. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Find me on Twitter, at Wayne Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.